Yo, what's up, y'all? This is V, aka Burning English. Shouts out to all my peoples in LA. Y'all cool. Y'all in LA, y'all awesome. Thank y'all for existing. And uh, hit that subscribe button. Yes, I smoke weed. Please don't judge me. I'm a writer, published. My book is Hearing Colors to Kill Sounds. And no, it's not spoken word poetry. Don't misconstrue me. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to this podcast. Uh, excuse me for being silly. I'm just excited because I'm inspired by a lot of different things and uh this podcast is uh a thank you to however or you know my environment how i was raised and uh i'm just appreciative of being a, a creative and being a part of that process and uh you can find me on multi-platforms you can find me on instagram you can find me on what's that uh spotify and apple Insta, all of that and uh yeah i'm just really excited about basically wheeling out more content each and every year and then having it be something new that i i'm not even wrapping my mind around like i'm I'm thinking of it but i want it to be bigger than what i'm i'm thinking of so that's basically what i have for now and uh i'll wheel out more ideas Uh, For anybody listening to this podcast, this is not just some dude talking to himself. He's like, oh, he's talking about writing books. How riveting. (laughs) No, yes and no. So, I mean, obviously I know people have written books and uh, gone to school and being collegiates and things of this nature. But uh, this isn't one of those usual books. master classes of just writing uh you can think of this as like a ted talk where uh i am giving or giving basically outlining templates for others if you're looking to write in now or in the future um, for your own projects and what it entails about doing so and uh it just the mentality first and foremost uh, i'll say this off the bat Uh, for this podcast is that you have to think that you are a writer first and foremost and this ties back uh, into the subject of this podcast series for today but you gotta like wrap your mind around being a narrator being first person third person being whoever it is that you envision yourself to be Uh, but then being the esteemed version of that versus uh, whatever version that you're looking at Uh, initially when you first start your project now obviously you can't tell someone to have high hopes and and be the super esteemed version of themselves when um, they have their own writing process and and way of doing things and it shouldn't be so much self-defacing with taking the gloves off and and having an editor but to also uh, look into the mentality of your goal and the first and foremost thing and i've said this before it is initially what is that person saying right and and this matter and and the subject matter and and this goes into the things that i like right and and the reason why i'm bringing is because you you look at why i like certain things and i'm an action guy so you you sit me down and i'm watching a film from the 1970s 
and it they don't speak an ounce of English, but the subs are good, and they're walking around swinging whatever, hitting people, kung fu style, and it looks you know like Chuck Norris could be in the next scene. Like I, I appreciate stuff like that. I'm a, a an aficionado of good choreography, but see, I'm not normal. And you could easily sit me down and watch Die Hard, and I would still be, you know, into it. But those are two different types of movies <laughs> under the same umbrella of action. And that's kind of how I find my peers correlating uh, a lot of attention spans. And this is a general statement because my peers like many different things, but when it comes to how it's presented to us, um, it's almost as if others are expecting us not to like uh, a lot of dialogue or a lot of uh, exposition or a lot of explanations about things and a lot of talking and just give me some gun clap, give me some heads flying, give me some blood splurting, like, yeah, man, like, <laughs> like that's generally what I find as the overall theme of what you know people think that we like to see and then that there is this you know overall uh, unsaid consensus between writers that uh, the suffering uh, of the writing and the story uh, comes from that it's just basically just all action and there's no storyline about it the storyline can't even be complex because there's so much action in story but that that's where and the point that I'm bringing this up is where I don't agree there, there's two different parts to that the same reason why I mentioned two different movies of action but fitting under the same umbrella and I, I find that it's not coming into a bottleneck but I find that it's coming into uh, more of this diverse spectrum where there are so many different types of categories of all these different things that we have that you can't really even truly even say it fits totally like cleanly underneath this category and I, I, I look at you know for the past 20 years of all the things that I love and action movies and you know uh, what do you call this uh, superhero movies and blockbuster movies that sat asses in the seats <laughs> because it was that awesome to see it that big. But for me, I'm looking like, well, there's other stuff too where equally could have that sense of mentality and the impact, but I'm looking into like why uh, those storylines weren't as impactful as others. And, and it's not just the sensibility of people not expecting them to listen to someone talking about the scientific implications of whatever, whatever, and then having it being like super waste and creating super monsters and stuff like that. No, I, I find that it, it's, mm, it's, a, it's a varied subject. Like you have to be a really, really good storyteller to let someone explain something for 20 minutes <laughs> in a, an hour 30 minute film or a two hour film the the level of actual dialogue and the point of cognition for anybody sitting in a seat should not be the point of them like trying to figure out what these words that a person is saying 
it's to you know context clues have them follow along uh, sit behind that character and, and have them go along this journey uh, regardless of the circumstances that would happen and, and that's why I still have faith in my peers I still have faith in Los Angeles I still have faith in Hollywood um, because people are letting them know constantly 24-7 the things that they like and the things that they don't like and those stories will persist it, it, there's no point of just a remake <laughs> that would make um, everyone you know flip their wig at the new uh, possibilities of their imagination and how it was spread those are uh, safety nets uh, to you know have people have a sense of you know uh, remembrance or some sense of identification with it but uh, years from now their their identification has to be reestablished and then new stories will come i.e. me but that's neither here nor there what i'm saying is that as long as you have your faith in your story you have in your head that it makes sense to you and you can explain it to the next person you can explain it to your mom you can explain it to the little kid on the street you can explain it to an old person it doesn't matter as long as it's a, a good story the, the story will speak for itself everything else and a part of the details you can meticulously go through and omit and put a part of or take out and one of my stories uh, that comes to mind when I think of that is uh, when I was thinking of this, you know, a t stereotypical, like predictable story full of action. And I was just like, okay, well, let me think. Uh, hmm. Well, I, I got this, this, this character, right? And, and I played them off in the first book, but I didn't continue them uh, in any other part of the series. Um, just because I thought of it uh, as a continuity basis, uh, far too powerful for the rest of the book and the rest of the characters. Um, it was something off of like a comic book series, the way that I, I versed and gave them their abilities. And it was basically something off of like Final Fantasy VII and thinking of just how powerful they are and how uh, earth shattering in comparison of their abilities to the rest of those that forgot their memories. But I never wanted to play into character tropes and play off of just them doing something and saving someone and then them being happy, just being a happy end of the day or something like this. Or uh, playing off of the quintessential anti-hero and doing things just to be angsty or having some you know, mysterious past uh, that is not explained, but you know, being once again, uh, super anti but not I, I never wanted it to be that I wanted this story to be somewhat of a one shot but then uh, a characterization of placing the reader in the shoes of someone like this and then them having no motive and no purpose at all not even stating it and, and then you know personifying just those things and then having this unwielding and unmitigated uh, ability to you know lay siege to a countryside and to do those things but you know like uncle ben said from marvel it, 
they this person generally didn't have someone telling them that the power and the responsibility it was just they just went with it and and i wanted to you know comment and say that i will add on to this story but give it a little bit more depth and some backstory without giving so much of the uh what do you call the details and give away so many of the answers i I never like everyone knowing everything about everything like that's one point but even still it's an impossibility and to have this impossibility with this character i wanted to be a bit more mysterious and have people ask questions but these are one of the things that if you're looking into it and you have an issue in your head or you have some some point, you make this character of that and you personify that. And so what is the my solution for a, a story that I had not seen and a story that I wanted to, to make? Now, I made the story. Like, it, it's not so hard, but it is challenging if you're just attempting to do it for the first time. You have to see yourself doing it and then, you know, making these things make sense. And then you'll find a way um, with your head and, and with your body to and, and not to play off jokes, but to, to make it make sense. And it's action sequences wise is one of the high points of what I did in the first book of making it uh, an action type of, you know, beyond James Cameron epic level of just world scale shattering uh, sequences, but there was no point to it, no motive to these things. People have motives in destroying something. People have motives in you know, most of the movies and things that they have. And even if it's in a chaotic fashion, that, that's the point of their, I just mentioned it, that's what you say, but where somebody doesn't have these motives and they're just going and, and doing certain things, you, you find very few characters or characterizations of, you know, a writer um, versing that as a narrative. And, and I look at that as a gift and then a whole lot of room to play with. <laughs> because if I, I, you give me something and you give me a character and they have an open backstory and an open epilogue and they can do whatever and they, what? They, they don't have any motive for any of these things? They're just doing it because they want to? Oh, wow, I can do this and have them do that. It just, it, there's so, I, I added other characters along with it, but I, I'm just gonna continue the fight from where I left off and then make it into this crazy action sequence, crazy, like, I don't even know, stuff that people haven't even seen, but maybe in one of the Marvel films or something like this, and then twist it into uh, some level of significance. And, and I don't think I ever will, and, and this is just for anybody who likes Easter eggs, give an explanation as to why this character is making all of these things and destroying all of these things. Um, it, people, and I end with this, talk about so many different things as if we know it. And we live in a changing environment that it is constantly changing. And so I never want to truly, honestly, and definitively say that I know something that's constantly changing. I want to say that I knew of it at that moment. And so the character that I'm making is knowing something of 
that moment, but then I, I want to just have it, you know, correlated into something later on down the line, and I never want uh, to over-explain, like, oh, this is what this character is going to do, and that's what they're going to do, and that's all it is, and that's what I meant by it. Like, <laughs> like it, I, I'm going to feel different about my story tomorrow, so I appreciate everybody for listening. This is V, a.k.a. Vernon English. Be looking for here Close to Kill Sounds. This is basically me writing to you in, uh, on air, and I want to show you that you can do this as well, but completely, totally different. If you have any other suggestions, uh, give me a shout out. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Lotus V Word. You can find me on Amazon, all multi-platforms. You can find me there. Um, what's the other thing? Oh, oh, and my book is coming, and uh, I'll let you guys know when that drops and give you the links and all this stuff like that. So, yes, thank you. I appreciate it. Oh, wow. And, and oh, uh, share the link with someone else and they can hit the subscribe button too. I always love subscriptions. So thank you guys. Peace, peace.